Hey Zookeepers, it's your boy Brandon, one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, and uh, we're going to be covering the last two Evangelion movies, these next two episodes. Originally we are going to do it as a one-parter, uh, but then apparently when you talk about two movies for four hours, you kind of got to split it up, but we like spent like two and a half hours talking about the other one. So this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, we're just going to see about talking about that Evangelion 3.0 you cannot redo with special guest John Lyons, who will also be on the next episode, too. So you get a double dose of John Lyons. Put some sound effects in after that. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun discussion. This will be a bit of a quicker episode, and then next week we'll be back with a very long one. Talk about the last Evangelion movie, Evangelion 4.0. I'm, I'm not doing the full title. I don't have three hours to do that. But if you like what you hear, always uh, you know like and subscribe on that good old Apple Podcast or Spotify Follow us on a Twitter at uh, Podzuki. It's just at Podzuki, which is kind of nice. And uh, hopefully you enjoy these next two ones. Uh, Anno's got a lot for us to think about and, uh, you know, joke about. It's just humor, I guess. If you, if you, if you like that, I guess. <laughs> Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. A lot of anti-ogre sentiment. Yeah. Somebody once told me that it's very hard being uh, in that industry. Yeah. People always tell you to take a swamp on their chest. Yeah. The world's gonna roll you. Yeah, you, yeah. Do you don't stand up for yourself. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. All right, I'm glad I hit start recording now. All right, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let me take one more. Yeah, we're gonna get nice and loose. What's your What's your hat? I like your hat. Oh, it's the Niners from Deep Space Nine. That ba- the episode where yeah. they play the baseball oh, game. Oh, take oh, me out oh. to the hollow suite. <laughs> the The one episode where they play baseball. Yeah, well, they they talk about baseball a lot in the rest of it, but they don't play baseball. Cisco really. loves baseball. Yeah, it's he's, better, like, he's a baseball man. Yeah, uh, it's better than. Uh, the Enterprise, where Captain Archer's favorite sport was water polo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So uh, I think they were kind of throwing things at a dartboard on that. Well, yeah, okay, I think we it's definitely get... like they rushed that series we through. Need, yeah. so we probably need people to know like... he's the most privileged white man, even in the Star Trek setting still. <laughs> right. Like, we can't be regular polo where he's riding around on a horse. It's got to yeah. be the walk kinds. So. Yeah, it's not... You have to be yeah. privileged in order to play that sport. Right. We can we can that way we can still keep going to water planets and if, the sets will be cheap because it's just water. In the water, you have a silly hat on and you have to throw a ball around. That's privilege. I'm sorry. Do they mm-hmm. still have horses in the future, or is it so far in the future that all horses have become water? Man. A water horse. Damn. Steven Spielberg. Star Trek or an Ava? Yeah. yeah. In either. Well, now they just ride seahorses then that they brought onto oh, land, see. and they just kind of bounce around with springy tails. I don't think any sense. Ava that you they've ever shown a horse. So, huh. oh. oh, yeah, I don't think so. Not even the oh. cloud sequence when they're yeah, all... yeah. I was just about to say in in the third movie, there's that cloud sequence, uh, but those weren't real horses. Those were like heart horses. Yeah. See, okay, Spirit so, horse. so G Gundam is a better anime because it does have a horse that controls a giant robot a instead giant of not horse. having horses at all. Wait, which one of this? Oh, G Gundam. Oh, G- yeah, yeah. Um, Stereo. With, uh, with Space Mexico, yeah. Space Mexico. Was it? <laughs> oh, Neo Mexico. Mm. His name's ridiculous. Yeah, Isn't right. it like Lord Master or something like that? That sounds right. Well, there's I mean, Texas Mac who had a, like a robot horse or something. Like his robot was on a robot horse. I forgot his name. Texas Mac. Yeah, Man, I said it like that. Master Asia was his okay. name. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's Shin Getter with Texas Mac, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, no, it's like something. It's the Gundam Baxter, and I forgot what the name of the the American. But oh, Chickadee Cricket is the name. <laughs> oh, that's a, and uh, oh, giant blue hair buffet, and then uh, has the American flag. Has four uh, busty ladies always chasing him around. You know what? That's American, in my opinion. That's yeah, American. That's, if this is America. Listen, if you're listening America. to this in another country, like that's yeah. how we, we had to get through. Well, you know what? Let's record. do that. Welcome to Podzuki, America's podcast about American culture through the eye of G Gundam. So we have giant robots. All of our women are busty as hell. And listen, our country is destroyed in some unknown war, but we're we're not upset about it. We still got the Statue of Liberty, and she's got a laser attached to her. So that's what matters the most. Absolutely, as long as the tits are okay. Mm. We're or did survive fine. the unknown war? That's what matters the most. <laughs> hey, it's me, uh, Brandon, uh, one of the Haiju Hollywood boy boys. What's wrong with you today? <laughs> I, I don't think. I guess I haven't drank enough yet. Uh, I'm one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon Kirstman. I'm Luke Evan Slip, another one of your Kaiju Hollywood bad boys. See, that's uh, how you do an introduction. Thank you. I'm Martin Fellishman, your third Hollywood Kaiju bad boy, and uh, everyone, give it up right now for our special guest, the one and only, the illustrious John Lyons. Hey everybody, it's John Lyons. Uh, I don't have a thing, so I'm just going to copy uh, Martin's, I think. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I don't have anybody else to introduce, but it's, okay. it's me. You can introduce Abigail the cat. Hey, there we go. She's really cute. She's uh, not going to say much. I have a great tabby, by the way. Two great tabbies, Missy Elliott and Abigail, but Abigail's in right now. She's got little socks that are... You're talking about robots. I always like the trope, like a mech that's piloted by like a kitten. Oh, that's oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Do you mean literal socks or like a cat socks kind of, that she's got? Outlaw Star, there was like wasn't there, there was like a younger one that had like a cat themed one. I forgot. I, there I was the Gatal Gatal. What's her name? The cat lady. Oh, Aisha Clan Clan. Yeah, I yeah. jerked off to her a lot as a kid. I know. Her oh yeah. Her. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, we should say that we're actually a podcast that talks about kaiju's and giant monsters. And you know what? I'm gonna say this now. We're talking the last two. Evangelion Rebuild movies, which is... Let me get the titles here, because I wrote them Evangelion 3.33, and... Well, you cannot like redo. A... Yeah. Uh, and then you have Olga, uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time, also known as Evangelion 1.5, 1.5, Math is Fun, Everyone Should Marry a Calculator, or <laughs> Evangelion 4, we just fucking named it right for Evan- once. Evangelion <laughs> 8 plus 10 plus 11 yeah. plus 5, or whatever it was. But I yeah. think that I... You cannot go fuck tit- yourselves. We're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alternate titles for me, I think, should be either Goodbye Evangelion or my favorite, uh, Portrait of an, the Artist as an Old Man. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That's, uh, I mean, this is going to go really ahead right away, but I, I, I really, I guess I can't say, I'll, we'll wait till we get there, but the difference between of Hede, or Hideko Anno when he made End of Evangelion versus this is like you can tell somebody's lived a life between that of extreme depression to like you know what maybe i won't kill myself well like i said oh, yeah. like i said during the last few ava reviews like he's not in the band that he was when he made ava the first time and it no, turns out God. that's what the whole fucking movies were about right yeah. and i think too that uh i don't know if you've seen any of the uh little mangas that his wife has made but it's pretty clear that like his own personal experiences with where he got the idea for uh the dynamic here in the fourth movie between uh gendo and yui uh, it really seems like uh, his real life inspired that as well. But we yeah, can talk I think about that, that was like momentarily super obvious as soon as I, as soon as <laughs> yeah. he started talking about liking being alone, being alone all the time as a child. Isn't oh, uh, yeah. isn't Mari supposed to be based off his wife too? Is yeah, she? I, I haven't heard anything, but I could definitely the, see that. That's how I interpreted it, and some people on like the subreddits have interpreted it the same way, but. Yeah. We're I, still getting to the end of the last movie. Where I thought got she two was, yeah, there. like a, kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek Mary Sue idea of oh. like, oh, this is the kind of character you'd expect in a mecha show, but we're going to fuck oh. the 
fuck with that a little bit because uh, yeah. this ain't your dad's Mecca show, except now it literally is. It's your dad's all, Mecca show. Yeah, <laughs> it's your dad's Mecca show. But it's not. It's all at the same time. And then you're fighting inside of a studio. What's going on? Let's <laughs> yeah. get into this. I, oh, man. I, I'm gonna Where the cameras have it's, it's your estranged dad's Mecca show. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, so for anybody listening to this yeah, episode, it's like a stop motion thing. Um, I feel like we should do this more often, but yeah, at this point forward, we're going to have a lot of spoilers, but we're talking about the rebuild third movie of Evangelion. We're going to go through it very quick because all of us don't like it and nobody really I wouldn't likes say it. I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> I, my headcanon for it that I help and makes me enjoy it more is that it's a metaphor for a failed suicide attempt. Oh, oh, yeah. That's why he's got the DSS choker that's going to blow his head off and everybody's afraid of him. Like, if you knew wherever... I've never yeah. been close to somebody who's attempted suicide, but I imagine, like, you're a, you're scared. Wait, well, he used to do comedy, him. right? He's been out. <laughs> <laughs> don't, not close to anyone okay, who's attempted suicide. I'm not going to say that I don't like it, but I am very thankful that I didn't watch it when it came out and then I had to wait nine years for the sequel. That's the problem. Yeah, the it third, didn't make an impression on me at 3. all. 3.33 really, is basically set up for this movie... Right. Now, if it come out like two years later, that would have been fine, but nine fucking years. I, I think they should have just gone the full 14 so it could be like a real, the, the real parallel between what happened to Shinji. If you, <laughs> yeah, were, t- if you were 10 years old when 3.33 came out, you'd be in college now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. insane to think about. Um, it, it's one of those things, so yeah, we're, we're going to go through three a little bit quicker to talk about four because we didn't do it on the we also got We also got, at the end of the second movie, basically... The third impact was starting. Yeah. Yeah. Shinji goes all Gurren Lagan and, uh, <laughs> you know, tries to pull Ray out of the weird little limbo thing. He, he does both, pull her out. Both and, uh, times. Doesn't yeah. work, really. And uh, they play an. Uh, Spoiler for Gurren Lagan, too, sorry. They, they play a Vietnam War protest song uh, that uh, sung, sung by Ray's voice actor, yeah. which is kind of cool. I thought it was Mari's voice actor who did that. Yeah, I think, so. um, yeah, I think in the credits it's Because she was uh, like stunt casting in the second movie, wasn't she? I thought she was like a pop star. Wait, she did a backflip? I should probably like <laughs> look that up before I brought it up because I'm very likely wrong. Um, <laughs> listeners at home, tweet at us yeah. at Podzuki because we'll read it on air, which is always fun, but also we don't want to do any research. Thank you. No, absolutely uh, not. Phone's all the way over there. Reading is for <laughs> the stupidest people alive. But yeah, I rewatched three, three 3.33. Me and John both did. Not together, but no. we were talking about it before. And it opens up with a really cool action sequence. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh... yeah. That's the I th- the highlight of the movie for me is that for sure. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And they also set up the aesthetics for these movies. I like how like all the technology is like made largely made out of like older technology. Like, yeah. They're kind of like married to each other. For but... sure, and you can see it too in the uh, the little bits and like greebles and everything are a lot of it actually things that exist in real life, but then they are bolted to the various Ava technology with more of this bizarre Ava technology. So yeah, everything looks kind of cannibalized and scraped together in kludgy. And uh, it gives a sense of the scale of it too, because you see these battleships and aircraft carriers and things that are just yeah. being used like in uh, Macross or something as parts yeah, of Yeah, there's like nobody that. on those ships. They're just, yeah, used as yeah. like shields or whatever. And I like they all have like little threads above them yeah but that's yeah. more that's in the fourth one though did they well, show that in the both third of them one? Too. yeah they both, the, they both uh, yeah when the wunder originally takes off everything there's a shot after they win that battle that zooms way out and it shows the whole fleet with like the wunder in the center and all the traditional ships and they're all being suspended on these little energy beams which i thought was really cute when i first saw it because it's obviously a shout out to like old tokusatsu oh, everything yeah. like that and i think uh ano 
I was sort of thinking about this with these last two movies. He seems like he's really self-conscious about the career that he's chosen. <laughs> and so he, uh, he feels like people won't take him seriously, even though obviously everybody does. Mm. And so he's like putting these effects in there and like, look, look, see, it's, it's just a movie. I know it's just a movie. There's that, but I also feel he's kind of like uh, embracing some of the anime silliness. Like there's especially yeah. a scene in the fourth one where they're playing like Space Battleship Yamato or Yamamoto, whatever Yamato. it is. Uh, yeah, like tile music. And yeah. it felt like a 70s oh, space No, I, uh, I, I looked that up actually uh, like the other day and or yesterday after watching the movie and that's a cover of the uh, music from Nadia, Secret of Blue Water, like one of the mm. first things Anno really? ever worked on where the, uh, the new Nautilus takes off and then the Wunder is apparently kind of based on that oh. and that's the music that's playing when that scene happens and apparently in uh, the third movie too when the Wunder launches they're playing the Nadia music and of course I had no fucking idea I, I like that the though most... they're very like they're very like anime songs so that makes sense yeah, it's a yeah. But yeah it does sound very Yamato right. over the, the disco I, I thought yeah. it was all like a big Nadia reference the beginning of the fourth because it, mm -hmm. it takes place in Paris Nadia was like the first big thing that Gainax worked on along with Studio Ghibli oh no way I uh I'm not too familiar with really the only thing I know about Nadia is Ooh. the uh, previews that came at the beginning of uh, ADV. Oh man, those <laughs> yeah. are the Yeah. Ninja Scroll. Yeah, uh, uh, Super Atragon. Yeah. I love, love the, those anime trailers because they never had dialogue, it was just like songs playing. Mm -hmm. And then they would show the clips from the anime. And I like yeah. they would specifically knew teenagers, especially young boys like myself, were buying it. So they just show you violence and tits. I'm like, hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Gotta get yeah. this VHS. Time to go to Suncoast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or FYE, depending yeah. on where you lived. Mm -hmm. uh, but Sam yeah. Goody. They had the shit. Oh, yeah, Sam Goody. I, I feel like another thing, and why we can kind of go through the plot of three really quick, and I'm just going to call it three because no, there's yeah. no fucking way I'm doing that every time. It's I, so fucking stupid. No, I love the title. So the titles of the first three always make me think of Borat. Like, this dude is not <laughs> black. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine if they got Borat, a pilot, and Ava? Oh, man. <laughs> My and mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta make this happen now. Yeah. Who would Gindo be then? Would it just be his fat friend from the first one? Yeah, yeah, yes, it would, it would definitely be Borat's fat friend. Yeah. Once again, that's his name. Um, that, yeah, no, we, we can't do that. Or, or, or Gi Giuliani. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh god, um, Giuliani is Gindo. But I, I feel yeah. like as we get into the plot of the three, we'll, we'll go through it pretty quick here, but like towards the end of it, it I, I, I sent this in the group text even before we had the recording here, which is like the last 20 minutes of the third movie is every line, or at least every other line, is just exposition trying to tell you what's going on, and it's all jargon. Yeah, yeah and I, I was thinking as I was watching it too, how much grief could have been saved if they just gave Shinji an info dump right away. Yeah. He's, just, yeah. he's like, what's going on? Everybody, who, who are you? Like, yeah. where? Uh, and so they all tell just kinda, me something. They all just kind of glower at him, and then when... Ray comes to pick him up. He's like, "Well, you guys won't tell me anything." Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah. that's that's the reason I didn't like three when I first first watched it because it's like, yeah, you know exactly what kind of person Shinji is. Why are you doing this? He's a yeah. dumb idiot baby who needs everything told right. to him. They haven't seen him for fourteen years. Maybe they forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, yeah. but for him, it was like a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the movie does start with a very cool space battle scene mm. to basically retrieve Shinji. Yeah, uh, the from... the spaciness of it is great. Like, yeah, like, I mean, Ano's really <laughs> into like the technology world building yeah. stuff like even in like the second movie Always I loved when they yeah. finally showed those pylons move that were yeah. like to 
to redirect sunlight and into I mean, the geofronts. I said this last yeah, time, but cool. we always need more additional pylons. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't have enough pylons. <laughs> Pile on those pylons. Yeah. Lost right. showed us that. Yeah, thank you. Spawn more pylons. <laughs> need additional pylons. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really cool fight scene, and they eventually show it where it's not, a, I guess fight scene, but it's really more like a rescue. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. a rescue. It's yeah. also it opens up with Asuka. Like they have her in a helmet at first, but it's clearly fucking Asuka. Right. She's in Unit Two. So I feel like there's yeah, there's even a with slight all the armor on it. There's a slight yeah. almost furry overlap with Evangelion because they really have like these like animal ear features. Oh, like, on. Yeah, little cat ears kind of. And I feel like I know what they're flirting with, and it's with fire. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're grabbing towards their way. It's real yeah. dangerous what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, they, they rescue Shinji. He's been out for 14 years. I guess probably crying in his sleep subconsciously for the whole 14 well, years. Well, he, he's been inside yeah. of the Avacore. Yeah, yeah. yeah he which just like, traveled real, through time. Which, yeah, I really seemed like he should have experienced time passing, but didn't. Yeah. So basically he was in a coma yeah, after his day grade. Good for him. I guess he did, like, they say in the last movie that Kaji did something to stop the third impact, but... Yeah, they don't show it. But it seems itself. to be Kaoru who did it, because he did it in the after-credits trailer. In the second movie, yeah. he yeah. throws the spear through Ava. Yeah, and... yeah, that's right. Well, I think I think that stopped it immediately in the terms of uh, stopping the progression of it, and then what Kaji did sort of like rolled it back yeah. and like stopped the event. Yeah, it's, Kaoru uh, just paused it. I think. I do like that they they. The good thing about the third movie is they set everything up for the fourth movie to be what it is, because I don't want to give away how I feel about it, but it's pretty obvious as we get there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, like, everything in the third movie is basically set up for that. And once again, we, we talked about this before we started recording, but the idea that there was nine years between this movie and the next one where they feel so interconnected. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I didn't see the third one until I watched the fourth one today, like, where I watched them back-to-back, because I would have been fucking insane <laughs> of, like... Just a, a huge, like, jargon exposition dump at the end of this movie, and then it's left on a cliffhanger, basically. Well, you didn't, when it came out, you didn't know how long it was going to be until the fourth one, because there's actually a preview for it at the end, although, of course, none of that footage is used. Yeah. But, yeah, you figure, like, it'll be the same release, like, oh, okay, two more years, and, and then, oh, uh-oh. 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 Yeah, uh-oh. Was, yeah. What was the uh, end credits, post-credits scene from oh, the third Oh, it was just kind of a pastiche of uh, their regular, like, TV previews where you know it's playing the song and uh it just shows like this ava battle with you know cameras swinging around and they're fighting just a bunch of like random weird looking mass production avas not like the av not like the ava zombies from this movie oh those are so cool i think i remember there's like a combination of uh mari and asuka's ava yeah it's two of them yeah they like combine or something at some point yeah yeah because i seem to remember when i watched it and this is probably just an implanted memory of that scene with ava 13 fighting ava 1 yeah. I, I guess they probably just released that footage at some point. It was no, yeah. I remember what it was. It was a teaser trailer that came out like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So never mind. Well, also <laughs> let's talk about just the sheer big, big dick energy of Ano to be like, you know what? I'm gonna put all these teasers out. I ain't using any of that. Yeah. You know what? I got more money than God. Well, in the right end, now. it got held up because of like COVID. Like yeah. the movie was done, but I, th- I guess like the theater chains probably had something where like they had to like get it first. So they couldn't air it in yeah. the theaters. That's why it Scarlett Johansson got ball sanctioned when it released. The, the cop, the cops kept shooting down that drone for the last scene. Yeah, <laughs> real sad. Yeah. Um, um, one of the things I did like about the third movie, though, is when I saw it originally nine years ago, and it is such this huge departure. 
part of me was like, okay, I'm really intrigued to see where this goes. But yeah. also part of me was like, ha ha ha, yes, yeah. fuck you to the worst fans. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so pissed off let's go, by this. Let's go over the basic plot of three at least, and then we can talk okay, about how yeah. about it. Like, basically, I feel the same way because okay. Shinji's woken up. It's been 14 years uh, since the, the third impact was started. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's introduced to the new crew that uh, Masato's in charge yeah, of. Yeah, Nerve the bad guys him. now. Nerve the bad guys. Yeah. guys I mean, they they kind of were the bad yeah. guys. Yeah, all, all the other like students Shinji's age have all grown up except for Asuka, who looks exactly the same because Ava is making you like not grow up or something. So that's another one I think it is a fuck you to the fans of like, he's going to justify that you're still basically jerking off to 14 year olds, but yeah. still There's not that, right. But I also think it's like kind of a metaphor because those characters have been that age it's, forever. Yeah. They've been justified. Because, yep. because the, it keeps looping. They keep doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. Like you can't, Shinji not being 15 and getting into an Ava is not Shinji. Yeah, you're introduced yeah. to the new crew of uh, people she's working with, too. Um, one of them is Toji's sister, which is Suzuhara. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is just a kind short of... Short hair Ritsuko. Yeah, short hair yeah. Ritsuko, which... Great look, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. That's a good look. Good yeah. Um, but I do want to say this. Too. <laughs> uh, I, I kept this note here for the rest of the film, though, and everything else. All the fashion in the third one did not like. I thought it was real horrid. Right. It's uh, a Cap- Captain Misato, you didn't think? I feel like her, I liked Captain Misato. It was a lot. too. This is going to sound so ridiculous for me to say the statement as who I am as a person, but it was too anime. <laughs> I feel like a little bit, yeah, a little too Nibio kind of. Yeah, I miss the personalized touches. Like Misato's look, I think is so iconic. Yeah, well, it is. That's why her final like scene, she takes off the fucking <laughs> outfit and yeah. she gets her bangs back. Yeah. Oh yeah. How Misato got her bangs back? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what, Kitakari was the one that was like the pink-haired girl that they really decided we're going to put a lot of animation budget into these lips. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The, Kitakami, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, they, a lot of the re- subreddits and stuff have been talking about the fan service, but... Oh, my gosh. Every single episode ended with more fan service coming soon. Yeah, That's, I mean, it was a, kind of a joke even from the beginning. For the, the third and the fourth movie, I, we have to say this, most everybody's in the plug suits now because it's just how, I guess, it's more durable for the environment they're in right now. Well, the Wunder is kind of like, it's kind of like they're going into an entry plug. Yeah. Right, it's a, it's like an Ava ship. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Well, they're talking about they say, one of the reasons they get Unit 1 is to mm-hmm. use it as a fucking power engine yeah, they, for yeah. the ship. Yeah. The, the one to describe it for the listeners at home basically looks like if you made an Ava airship and also made it a weird skeleton with a tail at the same time, which is pretty dope. Yeah, it's it. like half Ava, half Condor, half kind of snake-looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a, it's got like a big, long spine, sort of a tail coming out the end. It's a good design. Yeah, yeah I think, it, I think it, it looks, looks like it should be really fragile. In my notes, though, I wrote down it looks so fucking stupid, but I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, I say that right now. Oh, like, it's, it's got yeah, it's got like two kind of nacelles on the side with big re- rocket engines on the back, and then three huge satellite dishes on the top. It looks really weird. You know, I, mean, I don't want to say this is, uh, but it's yeah. a male. I love a huge satellite dish. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, surrounded by a bunch of like uh, battleships, like oh yeah, naval battleships. Yeah, yeah, and it's got like you know big fucking turrets on the side and everything it's cool yeah it's a, it's pretty cool you get to meet the new crew they're all pretty disposable in my opinion let's be honest here yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nobody nobody really yeah. pops they, I mean in the fourth movie they do a little bit better with their characterization which is nice but in the third mm. one they're just there kind of to tell you what's been going on yeah because they, they need somebody there to be doing that they, yeah. you know it's, can't you should have like in the third movie you, know. you should have seen some of like humanity's last outpost because mm. that's what some of the best stuff from the fourth movie yeah and that's what mm. that it just needed yeah some 
let you connect with these characters. Yeah, yeah that's doesn't so, do any of that in the third movie. That's sort of one of the things that bothered me a little bit. And they okay, they never answered my biggest question about this whole new continuity of the second half of this movie. Is who's building all this shit? Yeah, like who? Uh, I mean, okay, we see some crew and things working around the various ships when they're powering up uh, the Wunder to, to launch and all that. But especially Nerve, the new, like, super evil Nerve now, seems to be... Two Gen- Yeah, Gendo and Fuyutsuki just, like, hanging out in the ruins. Yeah. Like, fucking... <laughs> but like a punk house. Everybody keeps talking about Nerve as, like, this huge organization now that's, like, putting out all these, like, basically angel combination Ava units to do yeah. their thing. Which is cool. That's one thing I did like about this in the fourth movie is the designs, like we said, they're like cobbled together. I kind of had yeah. a sense of the like nerve Avas were like grown, essentially. Like they, yeah. Yeah. the Avas yeah, reproduced themselves. We, but see, still... uh, we see them in the third movie, we see them growing a new Ava in like a big pod. Yeah. But then it breaks when the Ava launches. So I don't know. They're probably, yeah, they're probably growing a lot of this stuff or just like whipping it up out of AT fields. Self replicating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing, too, we, we mentioned, I want to get back to, we're technically still in a Mothra Paul's Drag Race. Mothra Paul's Drag Race. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the crew and all of them are in, like, plug suits, basically, and that's where the fan service and also the very weird dramatic scenes happen. Specifically, I'd say even in the third and the fourth film, they're like having really dramatic moments, and they would really just be like an ass shot of one of them. Yeah, in the suit. And it's they like, definitely yeah. do that. I can't. Although, I can't like a lot of these two things. At the a same lot of time. times, it's because uh, that's where Shinji is looking. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. that's my boy. Well, yeah. not when he's literally <laughs> facing the front of her. <laughs> well, he put right. a mirror behind him so he can look at her ass. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. them. He's that's what he's thinking about. Real it's perfect. putting us into his head. Shinji yeah. really has grown up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I I noticed that a couple of times, but I think too with the. With the crew of the Wunder in their suits, a lot of them, they are wearing something bulky over it, so you really just kind of yeah. see their legs most of the time. Mm-hmm. Especially with Misato, she's got her big Chunibyo coat. Yeah. Um, so, you just see, like, her calves. And, uh, yeah, I mean, good calf shot. I get it's it. Good, I, yeah, we, we like I, a good calf here. I, I, I know how Victorians felt. Yeah. 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 Give me some of that ankle, baby. Yeah. Um, we, we basically get introduced to, uh, eventually, Shinji goes off and... Has a whole fun time with dad and co-worker. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot his name. I just call him dad. Fuyutsuki. Yeah, yeah, Fuyutsuki. And also, it's the it's whole big introduction friend. to uh, Karu and then yeah. also uh, the Ray. That's not Ray. You, you know you know how Evangelion works. Kuronami. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, basically, he's introduced to them. He's really super sad when he realizes the, uh, once again, he's told that all the stuff that's happened, basically. Once again, more expedition dump. Ray's actually dead. Uh, you're kind of like the sacrificial lamb. Your mom's inside of the Ava. So sorry. You want to play a game right now? Uh, yeah. <coughs> play a little shogi. Yeah. Have, have, a, have, a little, have a little nice piano sex with me. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Man, that's r- some real horny pant Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very horny. With the two horses and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, want him, I want him to tap my eye for his baby. Oh, yeah. Um, Tickle him, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of the things I did get a kick out of, though, is uh, so Fuyutsuki asked Sh- uh, Shinji if he knows how to play shogi with him. And he immediately gets his ass kicked, and Fuyutsuki is like, checkmate in 32 moves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he says, okay, maybe this will be more your speed. And he just collects the uh, tiles and then dumps them out, and they play, like, basically go fish or something, just pulling out. Like, Sh- Shinji, maybe this is a little bit more your speed. I mean, it's one thing I think that I like about the spirit of all these movies, they keep dunking on Shinji. You gotta, you can't yeah. stop dunking on him. It's too, it's too yeah. good. You can't Especially at this point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so that's basically the whole setup. He gets to spend some time with Karu and mm-hmm. shows him what's happened to the world. She's like, that's oh, like I... really the meat of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and his relationship yeah, with Karu. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, oh, I fucked up so bad. I did all this, and then Karu's like, Dad, don't worry about they it. They steal buddy. the yeah, relationship, buddy. Don't worry about it's it. It's like Gen- Gendo tricked you into doing that. Yeah. He knew it was gonna. You didn't know it was gonna happen. You did what you thought was right at the time. Um, and yeah, he shows like this really fucked up landscape, giant red teeth in the ground, and. Uh, you know, the moon is all, like, has a bloody yeah. grid on it. Once again, like, the thing I really like about the fourth film, they don't do as much justice, they just show you it briefly in this, and you're like, oh, it's so cool, I want to see more of that, and it's like, yeah, wait to the fourth movie. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they basically, they have all that explanation, and then we get to the end of the, because, like, we're, we're going through three pretty quick, so we can get yeah. four. Uh, I do want to say that I... I the scenes where he's bonding with Kaoru over playing the piano, that's cool. They're all shot really well. And also yeah. it made me think of the episode of Family Ties where <laughs> Alex P. Keaton gets his girlfriend basically the exact same way. Yeah. Play, through, though their, their song is Heart and Soul. With Gay Space Jesus when he showed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot more uh, Kaoru being like the Jesus of Ava in this one too. Yeah. Like doing like little miracles and things like fix, I mean, fixing the tape deck and Yeah, specifically like in the fourth one too when they have the whole really? end scene. Um taking off the choker too and putting it on to, as himself. That's kind of a big deal. Can't wait to talk about the tape deck in the last, the last <laughs> Oh film. yeah, yeah. Biggest the biggest twist of all of Evangelion I love so much. Um uh, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, can't believe yeah. Shinji was listening we'll to Vladzuki the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to... Uh, Episodes 25 and 26. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Ano. I guess he's been a fan of, a fan of Podzuki before he even existed, which is really mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah. um, email us. I'd like to talk to you. i got some really cool ideas for Shinji. You can get <laughs> all the podcasts on tape, too. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, oh, uh, the choker, too, when they put the... Uh, so when Shinji's on the Wunder originally, they put this choker on him that's like an explosive collar. Uh, one second, one second. Oh, yeah. Choker, just matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Hook me up. In I don't know if I like that. Uh, Choker, I just matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, it's gonna blow up and explode his head all, uh, you know. Like the running man. Yeah, or Battle Royale style, when he uh, uh, does the whole god thing again in an Ava. And so, when he meets Kaoru and he's hanging out, Kaoru comes up and totally Jesus-like, he just goes click and takes the Choker off Shinji and puts it on himself. Yeah. And says, like, oh, I was gonna do this anyway. <laughs> so okay dude uh if that's what you're into yeah that that and piano playing <laughs> and that that end scene because uh, we can just get to the end of three where he's working together with Kyrie and they're like in this kind of like dual piloting system and they've yeah. decided that what was it's the, like maverick and goose yeah once again the, the jargon and exposition in the last 20 minutes of this film got so complex to the point where i didn't understand what they were doing but it looked very cool yeah one, that's one of the things about the movie too that it makes it a little bit hard to remember is they're dumping all this new stuff on you but it just kind of washes over you and doesn't stick because yeah. there's no payoff for anything. They need to yet. grab the two lances, but they don't. Yeah. It's bad, but they should. And, and then he grows four arms and he pulls out the two lances. That seems really cool. Well, and they go down to and there's like a field of skulls and then thick Lilith. Yeah, like, well, uh, so yeah. thick. Daddy yeah, like. super <laughs> thick Lilith right there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, but like no head, but then there's an a frozen Ava growing out of where the head should be with spears stuck in it. And so you see this and you're like, Okay, they better tell us what the hell this is. <laughs> but then, then Shinji just looks at it and he goes like, Lilith? And Kaoru's like, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I could understand why people were upset at this movie for a while because mm-hmm. basically he they pull out the spears and it, it it's going to start the fourth impact, but they stop it, but everyone gets really upset. 
Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, well, Shinji's like, we can use this to reset things. We can undo what I did. But now everybody... Kaoru's like, no, Shinji, this isn't, these aren't the right spears. Yeah, I have Kaoru a bad feeling about this. Doing doing it. It. And yeah. he's only doing it because Kaoru is there with him. You'd think he'd listen to him. Yeah. yeah. And then basically, at the end of the movie, we'd find out that he's kind of been like taken off by Asuka and then the, 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 the Black Ray, if you will, as I like to call it for the American translation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he kind of started the fourth one now, which is like, it's like, come on, buddy, you did the yeah. third, now you're doing the fourth. <laughs> well, the Japanese fans do call her Kuronami, which means Black Nami. Yeah, Black Nami. Oh, yeah. Like um, which makes me think of, like, a Blackula version of Ava now. <laughs> a Blackula version of One Piece, because, you know, Nami's one of the characters. Uh, either one, it works pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie basically ends well, they, they have Black Lilith, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and Oh, you're saying? That, that, so that's the, basically the whole third movie. We should just do a, a courteous review of it real quick, I feel like, <laughs> and then we can talk The Mean Bones, which is the fourth one. Um, I, I'll say this is going to be uh, five out of five, what the fuck are these spears named, but they're important. Um, I'm going to give it, like I said, I, 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 it's not the worst, but I just the jargon at the end made me just so turned off by like even what was going to happen with the plot that it made me want to get to the fourth one right away. Mm-hmm. So this might seem a little harsh, but I'm going to give it two what the fuck are these spears named out of five. Because I'm just like, I can understand the frustration that fans had. I just feel like it was exposition after exposition. Like, I really liked the fight at the beginning, but I really lost interest after that. Um, so that's, I think, going to make, when we get to talking about the fourth movie, a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that. Be, be, listeners at home, just wait till we uh, hear what we have to say about this fourth movie. I, uh, pre-watching the fourth movie, I would give it, like, a one out of five Spears of Exposition, but after watching the fourth movie, I gave it a three out of five Spears of Exposition. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's a frustrating watch. It's a frustrating watch when you don't know if a payoff is coming. Yeah. But, yeah, once absolutely. you know a payoff is there, then it's like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Also, I'll review it based not on post watching the fourth one because i saw it as its own thing and it should be its own thing and i guess that's the problem with it but uh two out of five i guess it's it's better on rewatches on rewatches mm-hmm. it probably goes up to like a three or three and a half yeah yeah i'm gonna say the same thing uh three ray shacks out of five <laughs> uh, like that yeah and so uh ray shack baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got me an Ava. It's as big as a whale. It's actually big as like three whales. Yeah. It's huge. So, oh, yeah. Can you do mine too? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get the, the, the traditional Patsuki whiskey. Absolutely. There's a new, so, new jingle i got to make now. Yeah. Whiskey. There yeah. it is. Oh, I'm going to use that for sure. But, is that, is that good? yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Thanks. But I think, uh, again, one of the things I liked about it too is just that. Uh, at first, when I saw the first two movies, I was like, okay, this is fun, but, like, why are we doing this? Uh, and then the third movie comes along, and it Finally feels... something different. Yeah, it mm-hmm. feels like the uh, whole project was vindicated a little bit, because here, even watching it nine years ago, I'm like, all right, I really want to see where this is going. And it, all of those things... Yeah, I mean, I, I did expect to pay off sooner, but when I saw all this weird <laughs> shit, like the big, weird, bloody, eyeless ray head up in Gendo's office, and that explodes and i i'm seeing all this stuff and it's like okay i've got to know what's going on here you have got to give me more of this because so i just appreciated at the time for the sheer number of weird what the fuck spirit exposition (laughs) it was throwing out there that uh most things can't manage to put that many 
that kind of shit in there that you want to know about. Like, the the amount of it is much higher than average, I thought, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. That brings us to Evangelion 3.1.0 plus 5 equals the fourth movie. Hey, probably a good place to cut it off. Am I right? Right at the end of the episode? Uh, it's just myself, since, you know, Martin, Luke, and John. It almost sounds like a bunch of apostles. <laughs> Talk about Gnosticism and Evangelion. Getting deep into it. Okay, anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to kind of do a abbreviated... Uh, good old end of the episode here uh our guest once again was john line really great time to talk with him if you like what you heard you can always follow him on twitter at frogisis which is spelled f-r-o-g-i-s-i-s you can find his art there he's a really great tweeter and uh he's just a really entertaining guy both artist and comedy wise really really good dude we're gonna be back next episode to talk about evangelion 4 too like i said in the beginning so do not fret and it's a really good discussion, and it gets a little emotional, because, hey, it's the, it's, it's the end of a big franchise for a lot of us that have been following it for years, so it was fun to talk about. And there's some laughs. Everybody loves laughs, right? Good old jokes. You know, he ha- the he's, the ha-has. Okay, you probably, you probably want to get out of here, too. I get it. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs>